Hey guys, we are the Quarter Life Crisis. I'm Sam. Sarah. Shreya. And we're going to talk about... Um, Controversial topics, you know, sharing our thoughts on them. And like, um, our thoughts, opinions, and like, just different arguments. Trying to get everything out in the open and see what new conclusions we can find. Yeah. yeah. Have deeper, deeper conversations about meanings of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's stemming out of our English class, which is um, our main inspiration. It is, you know, it's it's what's got us. Shout out to Riley Roberts. (laughs) She's great. She's great. She's great. Um, yeah, she's really taught us to like actually enunciate exactly what we need to, um, I guess, know about each other and about like actual problems that we face. So yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask y'all a question, okay? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was watching this uh, podcast that was like run by males or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're really misogynistic. So I was wondering, would you let your man, would, like you be the breadwinner of the house, mm-hmm. but would you let your man stay at home and watch the kids? Like he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a job, he stays at home and watches your kids. Would you let him do that? I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want that to be his, like, his whole life. Like, not not because, like, I have anything against, like, men Stay at staying home. at home. Like, not not because of their, like, you know, place in society. But the thing is that if I'm motivated and, like, determined to do something with my life, mm-hmm. I'd probably want a partner who's also determined to achieve something mm-hmm. with my life, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that kids are your life, mm-hmm. right. right? I don't want, like, my life to end after I have, like, a kid and just, like, focus on taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want that for them either. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, like, totally okay with them, like, taking years off just to be, like, I want to, like, raise my kid after they're born for, like, five, six years. I'm totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, what did you, what do you think? No, 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 for real. Uh, hmm. So, like, I kind of think about that. Like, in general, I think about, you know, what it would be like if I grew up to have kids, and I've actually been kind of against that idea. Not, not of other people, but, like, for myself, mm-hmm. because I know that kids are such, like, a huge investment mm-hmm. and, like, a permanent investment. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, unless something terrible happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, if I were to have to dedicate, like, 20 years of my life mm-hmm. to raising a child, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I would support, like, what Shay is saying. Like, um, if they were to do it, like, I wouldn't have that be their, like, day-to-day thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, you kind of lose purpose in life after mm-hmm. that, you know? Because yeah. once they graduate, what do you do? Right, right. But I also have, like, a whole bunch of, like, respect for men who are willing to do that. Yeah. Because it, it, I, I, I respect people who, like, are okay with, like, breaking gender norms and don't have, like, you know, egotistical issues being, like, or, like, prideful issues. Like, I should be doing something. I need to, like... I mean, I understand the feeling of, like, men being, like, I need to, like you know, protect my family. I'm the man mm-hmm. of the house, but I find it much more attractive and beneficial if, like, right. Right. doesn't feel like I need to take care of the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agreed. I was and just, I would have less problems if I was the yeah. or someone else being, like, I, don't, I hate, I don't like it with, like, a girl is earning more mm-hmm. and a guy yeah. is insecure about it. Yeah, I, I agree. I would just, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I would let them be a housewife, um, you know, in my in my situation, right, a housewife. But I feel like in the side, you know, like have a part time job at home. You know, so, like do something because you. I can never get enough of money. You know, we could always be bringing money in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I just feel like, yeah, yeah. That, so, anyways, what were you guys gonna say earlier? 
Where Remember I, you were like your your sample guiding question? Yeah. Oh no, I was I was gonna say uh, what everybody has trust issues. Right, right, right. So what do you think this is a has it doesn't have to be personal, it could mm-hmm. be personal. What do you think are different types of trust issues and why you get trust issues? Or like what 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 is the area where you feel like you have the most trust issues? Trust issues when you guys don't come on time. <laughs> when you guys don't come on time and I have to stay here for an hour. That's my trust issue. Hey, it's Indian okay. mentality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just blame Nigerian ethnicity. <laughs> um, we live in different time zones. My, my clock says like 520. Clearly. <laughs> so, wait, what was your question again? Like, what are different types of trust issues? No, like, why Why do you think you have trust issues? And what, what do you have trust issues about? Why do I think I have trust issues? I think I don't have... Or what's your relationship with trusting people? Because I know, like, I have, like, compared to other people, Mm -hmm. I have a very hard time trusting people. Mm -hmm. Because I just, that's just how my personality Mm -hmm. is. I'm just different. But you have a different version. She has a different version. I think that I, if I can get to know somebody on a personal level, like, like how we are, you know? Like, we can have real conversations. We can talk, like, like deeply with each other so i feel like i trust you guys people who are intellectual i can trust people who i look up to i can trust people who i can have like real good conversations like i can trust you but once but also like friendship wise like if you're my friend if we get along like i can trust you and they've proven that to me but i also feel like i can sense when someone's not trustworthy if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mine is so much more like complicated than that. Like, oh, I, <laughs> so like I I get along with intellectual people. Uh-huh. Obviously, I like having conversations mm-hmm. with people. I like that, but like, and I like sharing. I have no problem with like just being like you mm-hmm. know bleeding like into it. I have no like problem with like bleeding out. It's not like I don't care necessarily what people think of me, mm-hmm. but I don't. I I get like. I told you this the other day, like, I mm-hmm. I get very invested into relationships, like, it's mm-hmm. after, like, it takes a lot for me to, like, trust someone and become attached to them, but right. after I get, like, attached, I, like, right. like, will do anything. Not, right. like, do anything, but, like, I'll be very selfless. Right. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll do this, like, or, like, selfless in the, in the sense of, like, oh, if my friend needs something, I'll do it, like, no. Mm-hmm. No doubt, like like my parents, like not even my parents, like my mom was like, Shrey, you want to go into business and you're gonna you're gonna be good at business, mm-hmm. but I have like a fear that they'll trust someone and like you're the type of person that if like someone you trust is in a place of need, mm-hmm. you won't think about just like giving money. Right. But like then I would also get hurt if I do trust someone. Mm-hmm. Like I would get so so hurt if like it's not reciprocated. If mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. there's like just diff- I I I hate like. I feel I like that's why I feel like I hate humans mm-hmm. you know in general I am a human but like yeah we're just fickle creatures what oh my gosh okay right? like Speaking someone can be like so someone can be so fake it's like guys, scary to me guys speaking of fakeness oh my god you guys okay I I found this art on TikTok right I was scrolling through TikTok and it was like this performative artist and she's like she performs art and this art piece was called rhythm zero and um, she's like this Siberian artist. This is what she did. She was in the art gallery and she was the piece herself. So she stood in the middle of the art gallery and 
in front of her there was a table of 72 objects like half of them were for pleasure and half of them were for pain it's like a rose clothes shoes um like a, a cup of water stuff like that right the other half was like a needle um uh like pins whips um stuff like that but there was also a pistol that was loaded with one one bullet right that was in the gun and these were all laid out in like um the table right and so then the art the art thing was there was like a, a little sign that says you can do whatever you want with me i'm standing here for six hours right so that woman is standing there and people like are starting to come by and they're like doing whatever they want with her so you know at first people were like offering her water you know they gave her a rose they like just like i don't know like were like was like kissing her stuff like that but then some guy it started when some guy took scissors and cut off her like shirt so now she was like half naked in the whole art gallery then people started sexually harassing her in the art gallery and then somebody took the rose and put the thorns in her stomach and then somebody laid her down on, on like a table put a knife in between her legs and then somebody took a razor and cut her throat and then drank her blood and then somebody took the gun and then like wrapped her own hand around it and put it to her temple and but so, like somebody else from the audience like stopped like they got in a fight and took the gun out of her hand so like she didn't shoot herself you know but it was very close um and so she's half naked she's like you know standing there she's like in tears obviously but like you know she's still standing there right after the six hours was up she walks forward she walks straight forward and um everybody runs away everybody runs away because of that realization that oh she's a human like she's not an object anymore and they can't like f with her anymore you know what i mean does that make sense so like i don't know i, I was just like amazed like that's a long ass explanation, but I was, I was just like amazed. Like I would have liked if she walked up and she was like, "This is humanity. Like this is." Oh yeah, that would have been. Yeah, but I think it speaks for itself. So. Wait a minute. Was that like an actual experiment or? Like, no, it was an actual it? performative art. Like that whole thing that was, like, people doing that. That is the art. Do you get it? But it wasn't real, right? It's real. Like someone actually cut like, her throat. What? Yeah, somebody actually took a razor and slit her throat. She still has a scar. I don't get it. Why would they allow something like that like, in a how public would, how would people, like, allow someone to do that? Oh, this was, like, 1973. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, let me be back there. Okay, okay. This is, like, 1970, yeah. Hmm. That's kind of... And she was 23. It was in an art gallery? It was, it was an art gallery. It was a performative piece of humanity. And it, it was so shocking. To, like, it was, it was so crazy. It was so crazy. I was like, that is so true, though. Like, how many people... When you're in like when you're an object like humans are so instinctively greedy like we're so evil like at heart i just feel like you, you know we were thinking about this like in frankenstein when we read it mm -hmm. there's no like limit like we we i i like like human ambition and the fear like the the driving factor to achieve something in our life right. but it's like it's so dangerous to the point of like even if it's like something bad mm -hmm. you want to see how far you can take it like exactly. so it becomes so bad no one ever does it if it's like a good thing no one's like 
how hey, good like, can let I be me, today? Let me, like, donate this much money for mm-hmm. a charity. Makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. No one's like, let me do millions. Let me do billions. Mm-hmm. Let me do... Well, yes, if you're a billionaire, you might right. donate a billion. You still keep, like, $130 billion. Right. Right? There, there, like, there's no... And then I, I... I don't know. I... Whenever I think of that, I think, like... All the, like, whenever... So, like, I do believe in, like... Not necessarily the names heaven and hell, but mm-hmm. I do believe in, like, after you die, you go to a good place or a bad place mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, and then I think how many people... What qualifies you to get to hell? Because in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like at every point, everybody is just so, like... Sinful. Fickle. Yeah. Right? 100%. That, and everybody deserves to go to hell. For 100%. 100%. I agree with you because, like, I... I just feel like we as humans... I feel like we are, we are greedy. I think the only thing that doesn't make us psychopaths is the, you know, the ability to I have emotions. I think we're emotion. all psychopaths. I think we're all. I think we just all hide it, and that's such a. No, great thing. I think so. You know how psychopaths are people who can't show emotion, right? Who don't have emotion. Like if they mm-hmm. kill somebody, they won't feel emotion. I feel oh, like we're yeah. all psychopaths, but like the only thing that's uh, breaking us from that is the ability to show like emotion. Like I care for you guys, so I'm not gonna kill you, but like. Let's take a stranger on the street. Let's talk about lynchings, right? And this is literally how I got my thought. I was doing the lynchings homework, and I was thinking about, dude, we are all psychopaths. Like, they just see this guy. They don't know, like, the crime. And they just torture him, merciless, in front of everybody. Yeah, that's why, like, I have, like, such a hard time, like, reading things like Frederick Douglass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, like, I can't do it because, like, I told you I had a conversation with someone, and they like put down the struggles. Oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like you know, slaves at that time, and I was just so like, I felt like people didn't change, or like I felt like how could. Well, I feel like our generation is much better at being empathetic, mm-hmm. or like we are empathetic and we have like a better thought process. Obviously, happens with like. You know, we're growing up, we, we know better from right to wrong. And I'm very mm-hmm. thankful because I, I have, like, a good education mm-hmm. to do that. I know, like, a lot of people don't have good education mm-hmm. to do that or, like, are put into or, or like, have, like, certain life circumstances mm-hmm. where all they have to resort to is, like, a way to get out mm-hmm. or, like, violence. That's just all they know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm so thankful that I know, like, right versus wrong. And yeah. I, I can't, like, let's say, like, a lynching happened. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be, like, the type of person to, like, stand and watch. Right. Right? Or, like, if bullying was happening, I couldn't, like, be the person to stand and watch. But then it also, like, I've never, like, actively been in that situation, mm-hmm. so I don't know how I'll actively right. react. And it scares me. Like, what if I was in that situation? I was, like, too scared to do anything. So what were you going to say? I was going to go back to what you were saying. Like, <clears throat> the reason that people don't, like, show their, you know, psychopathic, you know, mm-hmm. traits or whatever, like... They don't actually do stuff that would hurt the people around them because they care about them. I feel like it's not even that, like, you don't need to care about, like, let's say you see, like, a random person, um, you know, suffering on the street. You empathize with them, right? You, like, Mm -hmm. you don't know them, but, like, maybe they're, you could see that they're, like, struggling through something. Mm -hmm. You feel, like, those sympathetic feelings. But, um... I feel like what really prevents people from, and I think we talked about this in English one class, I forgot what we were talking about exactly, but like um, someone brought up the idea that like we don't, 
we only don't act because we're afraid of consequences like we're we only like prevent ourselves from like going outside and like shooting someone because we know we would get in trouble for it exactly even though, like we feel exactly. those urges right 100%. For, uh, not like we feel those urges. Uh, like yeah, I, I don't yeah. feel like no, going out and killing someone then, but, but then like, you also bring into question like guilt is so it's I would so feel powerful. like even if I, there was no mm-hmm. laws and I killed someone like that person so is gone guilt. forever because you have to deal with yeah. guilt yeah right? you have to live with that I, I don't understand, like, there would be killers, and they would, like, let's say someone commits a school shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killed a child, and you see their mother. How can you not, like, die of guilt? I don't I don't know, but maybe that's, like, you know, psychopaths, right? They, they're they not able to feel emotion. Right? You know, I thought that that's what, like, that immense, like, overwhelming guilt is what, like, Frankenstein was going through after he created the monster, but, like, as we established, like, mm-hmm. he didn't, like, he wasn't, like... He, he, yeah. he couldn't accept his, like, actions or whatever. Yeah. Like, he couldn't take the blame or anything. But, like, yeah, like, the weight, like, his symptoms after, like, that nervous breakdown, you know, like, the, the fever, like, becoming physically ill mm-hmm. from the yeah. weight of such a, like, terrible thing that he created. Like, it's the same thing. Like, if a, if a person literally walked into, like, let's, put, let's say what happened at Sandy Hook, like, all those years ago, like, killing all of those little children, mm-hmm. like... You know, humans are just, like, terrible, terrible. Like, I feel I like, know. and it also yeah. obviously has to do with your environment, like, you know, your your morals, like, yeah. who brought you up, like, what kind of things you've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just, you know, we're always trying to test the boundaries of mm-hmm. who we are and, like, who we're not supposed that to be. so crazy. And that's that why, like, so I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Is it just, like, on a lighter note? I low-key, like, for a portion of the movie, I low-key... Wait, I low key like agreed with Thanos. <laughs> you know, I was like, yes, yeah, snap away half of the <laughs> We need to be gone. Mm. True. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, I would be like super heartbroken because like people, like people but I love. Think? But like, like going from an objective point of view with uh-huh. no like attachments to anybody in the right? movie. Like, I right. have nothing to do with this world that they're in. Right. Right. I would. I understand like why why Thanos was like. One, the the planet is dying because they're just bad. With and we have resources. a bunch of vigilantes running right? around now. And like he's like, we, we need to like reset the world. I don't understand. I don't like the way he did it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that people lost people. But like right. I understand just his like, you know, basis thought process where it's like, what what will like give me a chance to make the human race like better and like save the planet? Mm-hmm. Like get rid of it. But do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's like? Do you think we'll only learn when the people that we love are gone? Like, do you think that's when humans learn? Like, like our I world is so... I don't think that so that's what makes us learn. I think it makes like us value more pure time. Mindset, mm-hmm. Maybe? I don't because, know. Because, like, life, life and time is so, like, intertwined. Mm-hmm. You can't be alive without, like, mm-hmm. having clock on right. you, right? That, that, there's no... Because, like, I, you know, believing in heaven and hell, I believe that everybody has a soul. Right. Right? Oh, yeah, I believe everybody has a soul. <laughs> 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 and so I... Sorry, I lost my place. What was I saying? <laughs> you know, everyone has a clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody has, like, time in their life. And, like, that's why, like, death is such an important factor mm-hmm. in people's life. Like, that's what makes life, like, so terrible to live. Mm-hmm. But also, like, so, like, wonderful to live. Because yeah, when you have, like, a time, it? it's like it's like laws. You know, like, oh, 
it gives you like not a boundary but it gives you like incentive to do not do or do something mm-hmm. same thing with time mm-hmm. right like that's why i don't want to like die one day and be like there's so much i want to do right right i 100%. want to like get as much as like i 100%. can do and done and that's why i feel like so guilty when like you know, I like do stuff for like fun. But can you all imagine being on your deathbed and you haven't done a bunch of these things? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's so sad. I would be like super, super like guilty. Like, yeah, I, I made up my mind. Like, I want to be rich for sure, but I don't want oh. to use my wealth, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. I want, I want to do it in a way where it's like, I would feel super guilty if I was like a billionaire, mm-hmm. right? Not, not calling anyone out, but calling people out. <laughs> if I was a billionaire and they were like little girls or just kids who are in who are not allowed to go to school mm-hmm. who are working 24 hours a day mm-hmm. to feed their family right. who are getting physically abused by you know people around them right right and they have no opportunity like regardless of how great they are mm-hmm. they have no opportunity like our the, the society we're in it's so hard to like move up to the next level yeah 100 percent. Right? there's like such like a strict hierarchy in classes middle class is hard to move up to like high class we are in the guilty right? age <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's so true and like you know less fortunate like communities are so hard for them to move up 100 right and so i would feel so guilty if i was a billionaire and i have not only the, the money mm-hmm. to make a change but also the influence yeah to make the change and i didn't do it like how do yeah. you die yeah with that money right mm-hmm. yeah interesting i really wouldn't mind like okay uh like what you were talking Mm -hmm. about like um feeling like your life hasn't been you didn't reach your fullest potential Mm -hmm. i feel like that's that's not a problem as long as you like you know i feel like there's certain things in your life that you have to consider right that like what really matters most to you is it the stuff that you've done done like is it the stuff that you have like you know if you've gathered wealth over the years is that really like what matters to you like I feel like I would if I died right now I would be perfectly content because I explored like different ideas that I really wanted to like you know mm-hmm. live through I, I I developed valuable relationships and I like yeah, I had a couple dreams that, like, you know, got me through the day, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe they weren't, maybe I didn't realize them, maybe I didn't get to realize them, but, like, I, you know, like, it's just, but where would you I'm be gonna ask you, No, but I'm going to ask you, like, mm-hmm. you you say that now, but, like, we haven't even grown to, like, full exactly. adults. That's, that's why this thing is called quarter-life crisis. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> we have a long way to go, right? Yeah. And I still feel like, if I live my life feeling like, oh, I have to do this next thing oh, or true. I won't be good enough. That's true. I would never be happy. That's like, true. Like, never. 100%. You know? So, like, I would rather not live my life like, oh, I didn't do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but no I'm, regrets here. But yeah. I don't want, like, the, the quintessential life of, like, me being a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, being, like you know, like, the genuine, just, like, good person. That's like, oh, yeah, I'll help people, like, open the doors. I'll help people cross the street, you know, like the basic one-on-one good person thing mm-hmm. right and then you know go to a good school do good at school right. get a good job have a family have a loving family right mm-hmm. like a good husband a good good children send them off to college make my kids happy give That's them so a life, bland though right and then like die and I, I would have live like a contented like life where it's like yes i lived for a long time like I, I did like things for the people i mm-hmm. love but then i would feel so much more not not there's a difference between, I think, like, 
content. I, I don't think you even need to do anything good to feel content. Mm-hmm. It's just like an inner feeling. Right. I want to do something purposeful with my life. Right. Right. I, I don't want to like be forgotten. Yeah, 100%. Right? I, I don't think... No, I get what you right? mean. Right? Like, I, I know that like, it's like, I'm in a position mm-hmm. like, like in my family and society where like, I luckily like have the resources to do something greater with my life mm-hmm. than like other people can. Mm-hmm. Right? I have like the resources to go to college. I have the resources to meet people. I have resources to speak my mind, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. which a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. And I would feel bad if I like, because like, I think it's because I have like such big goals for myself, mm-hmm. but they're not in the way of like, I have to do this. It's more like I want to, I, I just feel like I want to help as many people as I can. And I don't want to be like held with like, personal feelings does it make any sense like no yeah right and I, I do want to take care of like my family and I want to have a family and I want to love them mm-hmm. but like I want to because I, I remember like the, like I was a kid and mm-hmm. the first time I decided like I want to do something like charitable and just mm-hmm. help people for the sake of helping people mm-hmm. I was like the happiest I've ever been in my life mm-hmm. like it was like sixth grade and I just like took a turn right and I was just like I'm gonna go like every day and volunteer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like help people whenever they need. I'm gonna like without them asking me or them being in need. I'm just gonna like ask them how their day was. And mm-hmm. like some people, you don't understand. Like I had like one person be like, "I'm I was having such a bad day. I'm so thankful that you like asked me or you did this or like," and it just makes me feel so much better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Right? I went I went home and I was like, like the first time I like breathed and I was like, I'm a good like I'm like so proud of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I want to do. I want to be proud of who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't like live the quintessential life. Yeah, yeah. No, I also think that what you were like, when you said core life crisis and what you were describing, like living that thing. I don't know if you remember. We read that William Foster Wallace thing is a speech that he gave in a liberal arts college, but he's basically talking about how like you you come home every day, you gotta go to the store, you gotta pick up groceries, you gotta come back, you gotta work, then you gotta sleep, then you gotta wake up, you gotta go to college, you gotta. Go again, stand at traffic, go to the grocery store. Maybe you gotta go cook home, you gotta go like you know, cook dinner and stuff like that. You know, keep going, keep going. It's like a cycle every single day. So then maybe it's like that point in your life where you realize like it's just a cycle over and over again. But like, what can I do myself that makes this cycle better for me? Like, what can I do? Like, for you, it's like helping others, that's what makes you feel good. So I feel like that's what we need to like figure out you know like i think it's just everybody has to redefine everybody has like such and like especially us Mm -hmm. like at the moment we are right now Mm -hmm. we are being fed exactly what success looks like especially at this point in life Mm -hmm. everybody's like putting it on us or like we have outside pressures or like Mm -hmm. just internal pressure seeing everybody around us right like i need this is like my idea of of success i need to reach Mm -hmm. because that's like what's been laid out to me compared family friends or like right. just people around you or like pressures in your life that you, you have to like do something because time is running out mm-hmm. I think the way you change that or like actually feel like happy and purposeful and content is you redefine what success is yeah right because like I'm someone like someone's success could be like I want to have a, like a loving family and mm-hmm. I just want to stay home and be with my family yeah and like a farm yeah and if that's like success to you be good it. on you yeah right yeah yeah and then it's so hard to like juggle that in like the expectations of the other people around you because like they're you, you know your parents are never gonna leave you and like if you chose no. it, like yeah. you really like sat down and thought about what would actually make you happy and you were able to like pursue that dream mm-hmm. 
and you made it and everything like it just felt perfect right mm-hmm. like you you're just in the perfect environment you're always gonna have people telling you like the opposite right mm-hmm. and no, I, I don't I don't think that because I feel like after at when you're like genuinely happy and content mm-hmm. people can see that true but like it's like I they have everybody put for me so is much trying to find solutions for me to feel like happy and content well you know what actually this ties back into the very first thing that we were talking about like or not the second thing we were talking about <laughs> trust issues right like I feel like you could raise someone's expectations of you so high because, like, let's say you did so well, like, throughout, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, like, mm-hmm. and you're, you're doing great, you're going to a great college, and then after that, you, like, veer off and, like, what Ms. Roberts was telling us, like, everybody changes their major, right? Like, right. so many times, and you just find something, find either that something you've been working toward your whole life mm-hmm. is worthless to you now, or that you found something else that, like, matters a lot, right? Mm-hmm. right. And once you like change that you end up letting the people that you care about the most down right regardless of how yeah. happy you are right yeah and so like that's that, why you have to get like Ms. Roberts is saying you have to get used to rejection and disappointment yeah that's the true. happiness like so like you said mm-hmm. happiness but I have to sacrifice my parents ideas of me being a good student of me mm-hmm. like because like I said I want to do English as a major so badly but then even when I told my dad I want to do psychology as a major he was like that's such a worthless major like you're gonna do nothing from it and I was like well I'm, I'm gonna like go into the medical field and I'm gonna like become a psychiatrist that's the only reason why he's like okay with it why he's okay with me doing psychology if I said English he would be I don't know he would be enraged He'd yeah be like, like Bro, I told my mom doing? the other day that I wanted to go to like this smaller school here in Texas mm-hmm. and like um uh like maybe major in English or even like minor in English and she was mm-hmm. like why I was like because I love it and I'm good at it you know and she's Actually, like why yeah, I was so happy the other day my mom was like Shreya I heard of something called liberal arts college I thought you would like it because like oh, and, and I was like oh, and I, she didn't like know much about it she just like she oh, even think so about it is like in English she would just like she would just like they have really good education do you know Berkeley is <laughs> because like she knew I wanted to go to Berkeley yeah. and I was like yeah that's why I wanted to go to Berkeley she's like that's a good school and I was like telling her about English she's like but you were never like good at English <laughs> you are good well, at English you were amazing no, at it no, no. Like, really because, like, I used to like complain about hating English because uh, I don't like like writing essays mm-hmm. but I love it I don't well, love hate relationships yeah I love the class I love Miss Roberts but sometimes like at like 12 p.m. That deadline. That 30 day deadline. It's like 8, 8 p.m. and I have this essay due at 12. True. And I'm just sitting there like TikTok or right. TikTok right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm just like, chance. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, but like, I, 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 the first time I enjoyed writing was Bo Burnham. No, and I wrote I wrote a piece like last year. We mm-hmm. had to write write like uh, something about a woman in our life. Do you mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. I wrote yeah. one about my mom. <gasps> I did too. I, I started crying. I, I wrote one about her giving birth to me. Mm-hmm. And but like I wrote it in her perspective. I see. And it was so beautiful because I'm like a very like uh thoughtful. Not not thoughtful, like very figurative writer. Okay. Like I put a lot of like imagery and a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like relating I was like I had this like whole theme of like like El Dorado, that thing that you search for the whole life but mm-hmm. then and you get it. I was like I was like my mom's key to El Dorado. Oh. That's so sweet. I wrote that's so good. What'd you get? Uh, I got I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't remember. I wrote. I just remember just, like super proud of it. I literally got to be online, but I wrote about like how my mom. So it's sad because 
um, this is about when she got married, and I wrote it in the perspective of her, of her marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was um, when she was 19, she was married to my father, who was like 30 at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's like a really big age gap, like especially 13 years. And so I was like writing in terms of my mom being like sad that she has to like marry this like older guy, but they're like happy. So anyways, um, yeah, and I started crying in the middle of writing the essay because it was like um, my life with my children forced to live in this. And I was like, yeah. But I like, I understand like going back to what you were saying about like parents pressure. Sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, not the victim but like on the receiving end of the pressure Mm -hmm. but then like i kind of like understand like where all of our parents like given the time that they were grown up in and what they had to do their situations were like so like different like my mom didn't come from like a financially stable Mm -hmm. family like she like had to go to a certain college Mm -hmm. because like she couldn't afford like like she was like very good at school but she couldn't afford to go to like the biggest the 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 best college that she got into mm-hmm. because her family couldn't afford it and she had four older brothers. Right. She was the only girl. Right. Right? Like, and so, like, there was pressures for her to, like, not go to school or, like, get married, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, she had to... There's hate. Like, you know, there's, like, a whole bunch of things, right? Yeah. And then she got married to my dad and then they came... My, my mom, like, I didn't know this until, like, recently because I, I hate, like, one of my mom's, like, yeah, we walked to school. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, okay, yeah, we yeah, yeah. 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 I understand you have like, a family, you right? climbed the Great Wall of China. <laughs> right, honestly. <laughs> and my, my mom was, like, did you know that your your dad and I, we came to, like, America on this, like, they got, like, a lottery ticket or, like, oh, whatever. Right. Green to, like, card. Green card lottery. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it was. And then they came here, and they literally came here with two suitcases because that's all the flat we would give them. Mm-hmm. My mom came here, like, mm-hmm. He, he, like here mm-hmm. just a, like eight with two two suitcases and now I'm living like the life I'm living now mm-hmm. and so like I do feel like there's like some like, like I, and like I was telling my dad about like what majors I wanted to do and I, and I was like angry with him because he was like questioning why I wanted to do business mm-hmm. and I was like why did you choose computer science he's like you don't understand I wanted to become like I wanted to go into like the police force Oh. But I couldn't do it because there's like so such like limited ma- majors for me, and I need to do something to make my fa- family financially stable, mm-hmm. right? And so like that's I, I understand that's sad. Like I feel like, and my mom was like telling me how like she had my my mom had me. I was like she had me like a normal age. She mm-hmm. had me when she was like 27, 28, mm-hmm. which is like a normal age to yeah. have a kid, right? But then she was like, I had to like give up like really like accelerating in my career she like is in a really good spot right now mm-hmm. with her career but she was like i could have been in like such a bigger spot mm-hmm. right i'm like she didn't want to like blame it on me but she was like there's like sacrifices you have to make mm-hmm. for stability in your like family and i understand that mm-hmm. but it's like so hard for me to expect because like i've been given like all i've heard in my life everybody all you've heard in mm-hmm. your life especially as like a woman in the society like you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want don't let people give you BS. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how we are. But what happens when it's your parents? Yeah, and, and I understand that. So, like, like, even my parents, like, growing up were like, you have to do, you have to, like, be determined, go to school, mm-hmm. like, get your own, like, success and independence. Right. And I understand that. So, like, any single thing that they tell me, I'm like, no, I have to, you know, be the rebellious person and be like, no. Yeah. No, you know what? I remember uh, uh, The Awakening? Like, do you guys remember reading it? So, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't even lie, like death by ocean. Yeah, <laughs> I you know I didn't realize that she died until like I don't like her. Like, no. <laughs> Anyways, so like um, I would say that I feel kind of like her. Like I don't 
really like even though I feel the pressures of like people around me mm-hmm. like I don't really care about letting people down because mm-hmm. like I wouldn't like even if I established a life for myself mm-hmm. and like it seems like everything is perfect like I have kids I have a husband like I like I'm perfectly financially stable mm-hmm. like like back to what I said like I cannot live if I'm not okay with what I'm living mm-hmm. or like if I don't like I remember like I used to write a lot like I um I used to hate it but I was good at it so like back in elementary so I just kept doing it mm-hmm. right and um so like I made this whole poetry collection from sixth grade to like 10th grade mm-hmm. and like I wrote like short stories and stuff and I really <gasps> <So> just <cute. laughs> I really just tried to explore like what it is that mm-hmm. what what is it that brings me back to creative writing every single time right like what is it that like um I can't let go of and it's like just the idea of being able to like explore the entire world just through my own mind Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like every aspect of like what it is to live it's just so remarkable to me and like so I feel like if I could pursue that for the rest of my life I wouldn't care about like who is disappointed in what I've become because like like I just feel like like I just want to be like I just yeah I just want to and like I know that sounds like super cliche or like you know teenager rebellious whatever but like it doesn't matter what people think yeah right like because yeah who cares it's you who's gonna have to live with you for the rest of your life like it's you right Mm -hmm. so um I get that all the time I'm like at the end of the day in this whole world like this is like my trust issue speaking (laughs) in the end of the day in the whole world the only person that's there for me is me yeah yeah it's like the only person. I could yeah. be my biggest enemy, but I'm also like the only person that is there for me. Oh, that's if I'm so not there for me, true. no, like no one else can be there for me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. If you're your biggest enemy, like that is so true. Like, and but still, like I'm my biggest enemy is like my closest thing to me. Yeah. No one knows my biggest enemy is like me. I, I'm, I mean, my biggest enemy is not me. I love myself. <laughs> like, I love myself very much too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like what you said about like just like what what gets you into creative writing. I really mm-hmm. I really think that you're going back to that like how you I don't know, like when I saw you mm-hmm. like gushing about like Italy mm-hmm. writing that yeah. whole Percy Shelley vibe. I think I think you should start writing again. I really I, do think I so. Just like like that one day in English, like when we were talking about that. It's that like realization just, moment know, when you're like, oh my god. so cathartic. Like, and I, I, I like writing too. I used to like, actually, I, I write Oh yeah, like, yeah. Just become Sarah. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> no, just, no, no. Like, I used to have like this like, little <laughs> book and I used to write like, like it would be like short stories, but they would be like fictionist about like the lives like I wanted to live uh-huh. or like if I like, it, it, it was like a cool thing, but then like, I started getting scared mm-hmm. because like I have like a very big like ideality uh-huh. you know and it's like I write so many papers about it because like it's something that like, really interests me mm-hmm. because I I it's hard for me to draw the line mm-hmm. where like my automatic like therapeutic like you know to deal with any situ- situation or cope with stress mm-hmm. is ideal like I'll just like separate mm-hmm. and like in my head I'll just like imagine like the future being like this huge like best thing or like all these things i need to do and like Mm -hmm. accomplish and like the world being a good place and like things like that but then it like scares me because i built like such like high not expectations but like this like ideal world Mm -hmm. right right Mm -hmm. in my dreams right that if i don't achieve it i'll be like heartbroken yeah okay 
right? And I'm not in reality enough, or, like, I am in reality, but whenever I'm in reality, I'm not in it enough Mm -hmm. to, like, do the stuff that I need to do to get to that ideal world. I find myself struggling with that a lot. Like, I'm... You guys can probably already tell. Like, I'm a hardcore dreamer. Like, Mm -hmm. I can sit for hours, like, just trying to plan every little detail of like I can what do it I for need. days. Yeah, literally like I it's be so like, bad. I, I'm going to live at like a farm and this is going to be like the shape, the color, the weight, the size yeah. of the sheep. Mm-hmm. No stop. Actually, no, you know, I actually like looked out like cuz I want to move to Wyoming after I graduate. Those Zillow like, searches, those random <laughs> Zillow searches that I just do like like freaking it's Seattle, like, Washington. I was looking at apartments for me and my friends to move in out of nowhere. <laughs> for what? Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was literally like going along the streams like I forgot it was ta- called what it was called this is like this massive river I would like plan out encounters in my head yeah oh my gosh right? like, it's literally so the bad other day, you know how we're having like we were playing like a like an old school like my old like an old old school reunion mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah. planning out like how that was gonna go wow right mm-hmm. no but like it's like in a weird way I was like I this, this is this is what I'm gonna wear this is what I'm gonna do type of thing like so I was like I'm gonna planning out this is what I'm gonna right say. and I was like oh I'm gonna see this person or this person mm-hmm. for like the first time in a long time yeah mm-hmm. I was like just idealizing everything I, and it has to be perfect or everything like goes yeah. downhill mm-hmm. quick yeah for so me quick. I like. I, I do that, but I don't do it the way... Like, I imagine things, mm-hmm. but when I imagine things, I imagine mostly whenever I get an argument with somebody mm-hmm. and I don't get to finish what I say or mm-hmm. when I'm really super mad, like, I'll start just imagining every single comeback. And then sometimes whenever I'm watching, like, I don't know, like, have you ever seen, like, Cut or something? Or, like... Yeah. And it's, like, those misogynistic podcasts. I imagine myself in those podcasts, like, talking to them and then, like fighting them in I my have, brain. I have, I have like <laughs> idealisms of like me talking to Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> yeah, but like not not like her like specifically, but like not not actually anybody, but like an interview setting. Mm-hmm. Like somebody asking me questions about like my life. 60 minutes. Future, <laughs> right? And I would be like, "Oh, I did this and this and this." And this, and this. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Can you do that again? Huh? I'm not doing it again. That's like I achieve my success and I do all this and someone's like interviewing mm-hmm. me and I'm like, yeah. "This is how we did it's it." Kind of plagiarism. But I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I yeah. like doing that. Like I really like, you know, God, it's so scary. No, um, actually. Whenever um, I snap into reality, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? No, 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 no. That's why it's so important to connect your dreams to reality. Like, yeah, I, I want to, for I example, I want to meet someone who's, like, as much of a dreamer as I am. But mm-hmm. I want someone who's also as grounded and as, like, rational Stable. that I can yeah. be. You know, as I can be because, like, um, like, it's... I feel like a dream has no merit, has no, like, there's no point of you even, like, thinking about it. Right, right. If you can't make it happen, right. because what better thing to do in your life than, like, live your imagination, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, uh, I was going to say something. Yeah, and I, I have, like, issues with that sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I made you forget? Huh? You said I made you forget? Yes, <laughs> because I was just thinking about what you said. Anyways. Oh, so, like, 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 you, Sarah. Just, like, your aura. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, so like, it, it's actually pretty severe, like kind of chronic at this point. Like, nope. like I'll like plan down to the word that I'm going to say and like facial expressions and like the, um, kind of aura that I'll be giving off mm-hmm. because I need a certain, I promise it's not because I'm a Gemini, I'm not manipulative or anything, but like, I just need it to go the right way and it works mm-hmm. it works right mm-hmm. um it gets me where i need to be it gets like 
stuff moving, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, this can happen. This can work out, right? So I feel like in the future, that's going to land me in a lot of trouble because, like, no, but when it doesn't go my like, way, you know? There's, like, I, I feel like I have, like, the worst combination of it. Like, I'll mm-hmm. dream a lot. Mm-hmm. But at least, like, you plan for that to happen, yeah. right? I don't think I plan for it. I'm just, like, I'm a very hard worker. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, I won't, like, plan for the hard work. Mm-hmm. I'll so just, like, like I'll, I'll, like, sit down and I'll just get it all out. I'll just get it done. Like, I have, like, that confidence in myself mm-hmm. that if anything needs to get done, I'll get it done. But and I'll do it, like, well. Mm-hmm. That, like, that, that's my thing. But, like, it's never, like, it's, like, always rushed. It's never, like, planned out to the T, which is, like, I want to do. Mm-hmm. But there's always, like, other things in my life that, that go on. But, uh, yeah. I feel like you're a major compartmentalizer because, like, you have an area for, like, right, you have your area for dreams. You have your area for, like, right now. You have what your plans for the future, like, something concrete, something you can touch, right? So, like what you do is you kind of shut one of the areas down whenever you need something to happen or like you need to get something done you need to like feel like a sense of accomplishment that like you actually are able to achieve it's not a sense of accomplishment i I hate the sense of disappointment Mm -hmm. i'm just so So scared running from disappointment yeah i i can't like Mm -hmm. i'm so scared i'm so i'm i i thrive off of validation Mm -hmm. to like a very like toxic toxic degree like i because like i've you know been praise or like everybody has like expectations on me because mm-hmm. I'm good at xyz or like I do xyz type mm-hmm. of thing that it's so scary for me to like let them down it's not even them I don't really care about letting people down as much mm-hmm. as like I mean, I'm, I'm okay with people getting angry at me mm-hmm. we can get in fights and I don't care mm-hmm. like, disappointment scares me but even worse like I hate being disappointed in myself yeah. ah, because yeah. you know, I'm yeah. like so like I'm, I'm like hard on myself in such a weird way where like I'll be, like, my biggest supporter in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if someone, like, says I can't do something. I'll, like, reassure myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, you're, like, you're bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, you <laughs> can do anything. But then, like, I'm so, like, I'm scared of myself. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I if I fail something, you don't understand. I will go to any means mm-hmm. <laughs> to, like, make sure I just, like, don't fail. It's I can't do anything. Trust, trust, trust issues. And it's, like, you so, like, ingrained yourself, in me. Like, it's know? my lifestyle now mm-hmm. to, like... Okay. It, this might sound like conceited and cocky like it's my lifestyle to like do well and stuff mm-hmm. right so like, I'm just so used to it like regardless of how hard it gets or how stressful it is like mm-hmm. the other day you don't understand the other day so like I, I had like I had a physics test on Sunday mm-hmm. because I was not because I took a test on Thursday and she didn't let me take it mm-hmm. and so I had a lot of time to prepare mm-hmm. didn't do it mm-hmm. right and so Saturday and I was like okay I'll just sleep and I'll like do as well but I couldn't do it mm-hmm. stayed up till 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. 5 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. just like work not even I was like doing like section work but I was like working my ass off mm-hmm. because I can't like it scares me to the fact if I get there and I can't do it and mm-hmm. I get like something that like hurts me or like will disappoint myself for me I can't do it mm-hmm. because then I'll go back and I'll blame myself like because I waste a lot of time I'm like a big procrastinator Mm -hmm. but I don't like think about it too much because if I do procrastinate and then I do bad on something then it'll make me feel guilty for procrastinating Mm -hmm. but like that's why I make sure that if I procrastinate I'm gonna get it done really well that's good does it make any sense (laughs) I was gonna ask you Sarah Mm -hmm. like you say that you have to plan everything out, mm-hmm. you know? What would you do if, like, you, you, you just didn't? Like, how would you, how would you be, like, have you ever been, like, 
not finding it like your that, that's self. The difference between it. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever been like yourself, like without planning everything out? I can't. Like, for as long as I ha- I can remember, like, I cannot function without planning stuff out because mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm walking blindly, and if I don't see what's coming up, I'm not gonna walk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna go. You know. So like, I'll just be stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, until I can get a new plan. And I can go along with that because I'm not going to follow something if it's not leading me anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. that's just so stupid. Like, I don't, I can't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I I have a problem with, like, relinquishing control to, like, other people or getting help. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom hates that about me. Like, I'm like, just, just leave it alone, you know? Like, because she, she's always like, you need to stop, like, rejecting help you know, from the people who want to help you, who can see you, like, succeed. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't have full control, it's not going to happen. It's, like, you can can so easily drop the ball and everything is ruined. Mm -hmm. Like, but me, I can't fail, right? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise my plans all fall apart Mm -hmm. and I have no more goal. Mm -hmm. So because I can't fail, I won't, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense, so, yeah. 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 I actually have, like, a lot to say. Like, I just can, like, talk about this all because, okay. like, that's, like, how, like, I live my life. Go ahead. All right, so that was a lot of content that we just covered, but I feel like it was a really good start. What do you think, guys? Good, good. Cool. Great. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, we're going to continue our ideas, um, you know, have a new guiding question and just kind of, like, go with the flow of, like, um, anything that we, like, come up with, mm-hmm. sharing experiences. So, anyways, yeah. yeah we give a lot. Funny. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> we really do. This is Shreya. She's cocky. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, so see you guys on the next time of okay. um, Quarter Life Questions. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>